Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. If you are new to this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe so that you can be aware of new episodes. I also invite you to visit adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com, where I share a lot of free resources for self-healing and healing, and you can take a free quiz to find out what your energetic wounds are and how they may show up in your life. Discovering what your wounds are is the first step in healing them. I hope you enjoy this episode. There is one more thing I would like to share with you before you listen to this episode. I created a wonderful container to help you process the collective trauma of the pandemic and begin to heal your energetic wounds. It is an energy healing membership called Chakra Bliss Vault. Every month, you will receive three new crystal healing sessions, plus you'll immediately have access to my entire energy healing recording library when you sign up. The membership is really affordable and will continue to be so. You can find out more about it at adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I invite you to make your healing a priority and invest in your well-being by becoming a Chakra Bliss Vault member. Hello, everyone. This is Damla Aktikin with A Drop of Om. And today I want to talk to you about crystal healing, how it came to my life and what I have been learning since. So... Um, I've talked about my healing and becoming a healer journey before. I'm going to put a link to it. That was the being and becoming a healer episode. Today, though, I want to focus specifically on crystal healing and tell you more about it and why I'm I'm doing what I do and why crystals are so special and magical in my world. So I'm going to dive into all of those and we'll see where else this uh, solo episode goes. So again, I'm Damla Aktikin. I'm an inner child energetic wound healer. I'm a crystal healing teacher and a writer. And I was never someone who, as a child, collected rocks (laughs) or crystals, or I wasn't someone who was drawn to crystals I actually at the time that crystal healing came into my life I didn't own a single crystal apart from any jewelry I might have had at that point so I was very much unaware of what crystals were and how how they worked what what they were about 
So in 2012, I gave birth through an emergency C-section. And in the process, I completely lost my connection to my body. And I've talked a lot about this, but basically it was a little bit like a dark night of the soul for me where um, nothing I knew worked. So when nothing you know works, you immediately are open to other possibilities. Of course, the, the second possibility for me was to give into that darkness and dark even uh, dive even deeper into that spiraling um, force of darkness that was pulling me down. But I made a very conscious decision to say that um, I was going to move towards and search anything and everything that might give me some comfort and ease and flow in my life and that might help me reestablish that sacred connection that I knew was possible. So in the process, uh, this is me being a new mom, completely depleted and not just depleted from being and becoming a new mom because I hadn't known going into that traumatic experience of going through surgery and becoming a new mom that I was already coming in empty. I was already coming in unnourished. And that particular uh, event, my daughter birthing me as a mom and as a healer was my catalyst to realize this and to see how completely depleted I was. Of course, at the time, I didn't know any of this. So one night, um, I'm just, you know, in the middle of the night, I'm listening to, I'm looking through YouTube, and I came across this uh, interview, where the person was talking about um, bringing your palms together and feeling the energy in between your palms. And then this person placed a crystal in their hands and you could, you were going to, and suggested doing the same exercise, bringing your palms together from top to bottom and feeling the energy between your hands. And I did this. And the, the first was feeling the energy between my hands was about an inch or two. I could feel the energy. And when I placed the crystal in my hand, um, the energy was, <laughs> almost half as tall as me so it was huge so of course my interest was peaked I started to um, experiment I got my very first crystals which were very very large crystals and I now know that wasn't really necessary but um, I started to do these little experiments where when I had five or ten minutes to myself I would go into my healing room I would place them on or around my body and I would just close my eyes and dive in. And every single time I could feel a little bit better. It's almost like something in me was getting nourished, just a little, little droplet being dropped into my container. It wasn't like this big, huge, ooh, I'm feeling all good again, but I, I could feel it bringing something into my life um my mother-in-law volunteered and asked me to do a healing on her so she was my very first client um, and she's been through some stuff in her life so i i selected her crystals intuitively and um i 
just guided her through this meditation that came through me. And she came out of it with these tears of relief in her eyes and telling me that she was hearing this song that I wasn't playing. And she felt like a different person, a completely different person. So that was my, my indication that it was um, perhaps time to offer this to other people. And I started doing that through one-on-one -on -one healings and, and group healings. Mind you that even before I came to this, this point to, to offering a healing to my mother-in-law or starting to work with people, I was, again, in a new, as a new mom, I didn't have time to look and read through tons and tons of books or look through resources. And, and when I did, the information I would find would be um, either conflicting or it felt like something was missing. It felt somehow like less than what I was experiencing when I spent time with crystals, which was a beautiful, magical, alchemical thing. Um, and now my understanding, and I, I know that now when you read a book about a crystal or when you find a resource, what you're reading is either that person's direct experience through their particular crystal or they're copying somebody else's direct experience. And what I've, what I've come to learn and teach is there's no need for intermediaries. <laughs> There's no need for somebody else's definition. Um, and I would find definitions such as a rose quartz only goes to this place in your body. You can only do heart healing with rose quartz. And that wasn't my experience. On some days, my rose quartz wanted to go to my throat. And on other days, it just wanted to be with the other quartz or crystals, or other crystals around my belly. So I came to understand that each and every crystal has a certain unique, um, almost like a personality. So it doesn't, it's not so much about amethyst in general, although you, you could begin to gather that through cultivating a relationship with the amethyst um, crystal beings in, in general. I, but I, what, what I found is that each single amethyst is different and unique and has a, has their own way of connecting with you so i'm starting uh get, getting back to the story i'm starting to do one-on-one -on -one healings i'm opening offering these group workshops which various people show up and again the same thing they come in and they, i don't even tell them what any information about the properties of the crystals um which to be honest with you, I didn't have the time to, to learn. Um, and also because it didn't make sense to me, I would intuitively guide them through selecting their crystals. I would intuitively, um, I would guide them through intuitively placing their crystals on or around your, their body. And every single time, everyone would come in with these hunched shoulders and stress and tension and they would leave with their shoulders relaxed and sort of a glow around them and relaxed look on their faces and they began to ask me questions of so Damla what 
I have this and this issue. What crystal do I need? Uh, Damla, I have this and this thing. Um, where do I place these crystals for this and this issue? And it just wouldn't make sense to me <laughs> because that wasn't the way I approached crystals at all. My way of approaching crystals were um, different. So I said, okay, let me put together a training. And I started to work on my crystal healing um, online course. And as far as online courses go, this was one that actually took me uh, two plus years to put together. And the reason was at every point I questioned what the mainstream information or the myth was. And I, I would I would come to a question and I would meditate with it. I would sit with it. I would research around it. And then I would come up with a question and an explanation and a meaning that made sense to me. Um, because I didn't want to come in between you and your connection with crystals. And at the same time, I know that it took me a while, quite a while actually, since 2012 to develop and understand what I know now. So in preparing that um, Crystal Healing Simplified online course, I came to understand that um, crystals are our ancestors. An ancestor is someone or something that contributes to your life in some way, past, present, or future. And crystals or minerals are the very building blocks of the material world. They are here in you, in your body. They are here in your surroundings. They're also present in the sun, in the planets, in the ether, in space, and on earth in abundance. And um, I also came to realize that I am a crystal. My bones are 65% or more crystals. My eyes are liquid crystals. My DNA is a crystalline structure, a liquid crystalline structure. Our fascia is crystalline, meaning you can create an electrical charge um, by touch in your system, which is how the meridians work, how acupuncture works. Um, and the same with crystals, they are piezoelectric as well. So I was finding, again, all of these similarities and, it, and I finally began to understand what I was just naturally doing. I wasn't even thinking about how I was approaching crystals, but that's what I was doing. I was treating them with a sense of curiosity and openness. And, and the more I, I spent time with them, um, the more with a sense of sacredness, um, I would hold them very gently. I would place them on the table very gently. I would place them on and off my body very gently. I would talk to them even. I would say, thank you. More often than not, I would say thank you. Um, instead of saying like, what can you do for me? Quote, unquote, how can I use you? I would say, hi, this is, this is me. This is my energetic beingness. Hello to your energetic beingness and what can we co-create together? 
how can we get to know each other better without words in that energetic um, realm, energetic soup. So bit by bit, um, things came together and I actually wrote the crystal healing meditations first for my online course. The crystal healing meditations came first, I should say. I wrote them, I recorded them. And then it took me months and months to um, move through this experience of putting me, myself in the place of a learner, in the place of someone who wants to, to have, have cultivate and engage with crystals deeply, deeper than just, I don't know, just saying rose course goes, goes to your heart. That to me doesn't make sense at all. Um, and that wasn't my experience um, at all. So it came together. I created the course. Um, it's now being um, taken by over 3,000 people <laughs> and continuing. And um, what I'm learning is that um, it was just the gateway. As it so happens. So what came after creating the course was um, we went into the pandemic. We went deeply into the pandemic. And I found myself in 2020 um, experiencing more and more migraines, going again into the underworld of my trauma everything getting activated by the collective trauma that we were in and I just found myself again spiraling spiraling and I was like okay I've already gone through this what's missing here and what I realized was missing was at, at those first, first few days um, first few not first few days but the, the first time that I had been introduced to crystal healing. It was a constant in my life. It was something I came back to every single day. And I found myself in the pandemic having to remember, remember that. Um, and that's how the Chakra Bliss World Crystal Healing membership was born. Because I needed a convenient crystal healing container where I could go in with my crystals and just relax without having to worry about um, energetic protection or connecting to my guides like I wanted all of those to be available and contained within a beautiful recording and then I just wanted to be held in love so those healings came to be, and then I realized that um, on certain days, I didn't even have the 30 minutes, <laughs> which was the monthly energy tune-up that I was sharing in the, uh, in the membership. I didn't have 30 minutes. I would have five or 10 minutes that I could sit and be. So I started to incorporate that. I started to create five to 10 minute healings. So all of these healings, they are, they have a mini introduction. They have a little outro. They're silent with soothing music, which I know is unusual when someone hears crystal healing. 
they're imagining these guided meditations, blissful journeys. And I do have that in my online course. I actually have nine different um, deeply healing, guided crystal healing journeys. But this time with the pandemic, I didn't even want, want to go on the journey. I didn't want to follow any guided meditations. Honestly, I just, again, I wanted to be held in love. So um, in 2020, I experienced a migraine almost every month. And, and I previously had them one, perhaps every three, four months depending on what I was going through in 2020, every month and in, part, in one particular month, every week. So that was my cue. So in 2021, um, I put together the Crystal Healing membership. And since then, I have been meditating and healing with crystals the crystal healing recordings most of the time because I do select intuitively uh, what the group energy will need for those. So I've been meditating and feeling healing with those every single day, every single day, whether it is five minutes mini energy tune-up or a 30-minute general clearing, uh, nourishing and um, releasing monthly energy tune-up or the 45-minute monthly focused healing which takes on an energetic wound that I see in myself or in my private clients and brings it down to a soothing energetic container so every single day and I realized that my migraines have vanished I haven't had one in a long time. That's not to say they may not come back, but I know that the only thing I changed, the only thing I changed is adding crystal healing into my life. I have members in there who have gone through loss, loss through COVID or other means, loss through divorce, who are doing the same thing, simply allowing themselves to be held in love whenever they can, whenever they can being the key word. I also have people who are healers, who are becoming members to keep their energy clear because the monthly energy tune-up not only has an um, energy clearing for your energy system, but also the place you're in, the physical space that you're in. And I add intentions to support you to ride the astrological waves that we're going through and the collective waves uh, that we're going through as well as individual waves. So I wanna come back to my story. So this is where I'm at with crystal healing in terms of what I'm offering into the world is these silent but truly potent healings. And um, what I experienced before I go back to my story, what I experienced when I go into a healing like that is it's quick. It allows me to um, somehow 
relax into my, like I can get to a meditative state without those healings for sure. But it takes me much quicker. It's more effective and it's deeper. It also has the advantage of you could listen to the healings while you fall asleep. So have sort of that energetic maintenance aspect added into your life. And again, my experience is I honestly like to just lie down <laughs> with the 30 minute energy tune up whenever I can, almost every single day and lie down on my side, come into a fetal position and then let my nervous system completely relax and get nourished. And I often wake up with intuitive insights and more clarity and more energy and focus to do whatever is on my um, agenda next. So coming back to my story, um, and I should say that the crystal healing that I offer now and that I teach now has everything to do with how you approach your crystals. So all the healings that I offer in the membership, you can partner with your own crystals. Um, and I also have this crystal healing journal that you can get on amazon.com, which gives you an opportunity to record your relationship and ask your crystals things like, where would you like to go today? What other crystal would you like to partner with today? Or even things like, um, what am I noticing that's beautiful about this crystal? And um, I've come to realize that one particular question, what are you noticing that's beautiful about this crystal is particularly important because at the time that I reached towards crystals, again, this was a time that I was deeply depleted and deeply going through a storm of sorts. And I wasn't able to, my body had changed. I didn't have the yoga body. I had the traumatized post-surgery body. By the way, surgery is almost always a violence to the body, even if it's for a great purpose, even if it's um, meant to be good for you, it's still you being cut is violence to your body and your energy system. And it is a trauma. So in that particular space, in my traumatized body, I couldn't see my body as beautiful. I couldn't even touch my incision for months. I couldn't touch it. It was just like I, my consciousness couldn't believe that I would, I be, I would be cut literally that I was cut so deeply. And um, when I encountered crystals, they became something I could hold with love. And wanting crystals do so beautifully, which we do too as um, crystalline beings is they take in an intention, an energetic intention, they cohere it, they amplify it, and they vibrate it back to you. So at a time when I couldn't 
reach to my physicalness with love. I could reach to a crystal with love. I could hold the crystal with love. And that love would radiate back to me. And at the same time, I want you to understand, similar to my story, when you're reaching towards a particular crystal, you're reaching towards a physical representation of yourself or of a part of yourself. How beautiful and amazing it is that you can hold a part of yourself in your hands with love and that love can be radiated back to you. The other thing that crystals have been teaching me is um, reverence, deep reverence. So the, the moment I understood that crystals were, first of all, crystals are ancestors, they're kin, they're sisters and brothers, they make us up. They're literally our building blocks. And we are crystals. And as such as our building blocks and ancestors, they deserve to be treated with reverence, with sacredness, with respect and love. I also began to understand this time that um, so does everything else. <laughs> so does everyone else. So your DNA is crystalline. There's DNA in plants, in animals, in the soil, in the form of bacteria and viruses in the air. There is um, crystalline structures in your drywall. Your drywall actually has crystals in it. Every electronic device you hold, crystals wood in your house, crystals, the quartz on your kitchen, um, kitchen um, countertops, crystals. So I started to just see crystals everywhere. <laughs> and I couldn't believe how I didn't see that before because um, here I was relearning, re remembering to hold myself in sacredness. And now the crystals were showing me that um, everything you see around you, regardless of being classified as alive or with consciousness or not, everything you see around you has the crystalline elements and as such deserves that same gaze of love and um, conscious communication and conscious um, respect. So then it becomes another crystal healing practice to not only just sit down and or lie down and place crystals on you. It becomes a crystal healing practice how you hold a cup, how you place it on the table and how you pick it up. It becomes a crystal healing practice, how you open and close the door of your dishwasher, <laughs> how you pet your pets, your kids, how you handle your food. Are you rushing through 
cooking, preparing? Are you showing um, some presence? How you drink your water, your relationship with your water. Water is a crystal, a liquid crystal. I mean, just literally everything becomes crystal healing practice. And I began, began to understand that um, anything I do with my body is a crystal healing or has the potential to become a crystal healing practice. Any meditation that I do is crystal healing, regardless of whether I'm listening to my pre-recorded crystal healings or whether I'm partnering with physical crystals. And I often tell people, similar to working with a mantra, which was another one of my loves, maybe I'll talk about mantras at another episode, but when you spend time with a mantra, typically the 40-day practice, you are practicing and saying out loud and internally the same mantra over and over, it becomes a part of your fabric, your beingness. And I've discovered that similarly, crystal healing isn't so much about the physical crystals. And yes, it is to a certain degree, but once you spend a certain amount of time with a, with a single crystal or a group of crystals, that practice stays with you, that connection stays with you, that cultivated relationship stays with you and has the potential to carry over to every aspect of your life. Let me give you one more crystal example your teeth your bones are crystals and as such they can carry vibration they can take in and carry and transmit vibration so how you speak what you say what you think again that intentionality finds expression in the crystal being that you are so I'm going to leave you with this. Again, this has been my journey. I know that there are other journeys. Some people find these sort of resources of listing the properties of the crystals and telling you exactly where to put them and, and such. Some people find those useful. Nothing against that. Whatever gets you to connect with your soul, with your self, inner self and with the crystals by all means. But this has been my path and my path is reminding people or my um, calling, if you will, is reminding people that um, we are crystals. Crystals are ancestors and relatives and your relatives are everywhere and you get to choose how you treat your relatives and you get to choose how you treat yourselves. And that includes how you look at yourself in the mirror how you drink your water, how you eat, how you speak, and how you are with life, how you are with yourself, everything. All of those in my mind are in the realm of crystal healing. So we are going through these extreme times of uh, turbulence 
a lot of waves coming up in us, in the collective. The waves will always expose the level of your um, resourcedness. How full are you? How nourished are you? How nourished are you? Not just from this, this moment, but all your inner children and all your ancestors that live in you and through you, are they nourished through your life and through your choices as well? And I find crystal healing to be extremely powerful and potent in that. Extremely powerful and potent to bring you back to the body because they know they are your body. They know you. And they know also how to connect you to the streams of life, the streams of creativity, for instance, or well-being or anything else or abundance that you want to manifest in your life. Um, it is extremely um, effective to partner with crystals to explore those things and explore what's happening within you. So I'm going to leave you with this. Of course, crystal healing is a choice. It's not for everyone. I don't claim that it is. I also don't claim that it's going to make a huge difference in your life just with one healing. And I, I'm actually here to tell you it won't. It takes effort. It takes practice. It takes cultivating a relationship, co-creating, partnering being open, being vulnerable, all of those things. And that takes time. Uh, and in these times, we're conditioned to look for the quick, look for the, the quick fix uh, or the instant solution, instant resolution versus really honestly building a relationship, which if you've ever moved to a new place and tried to make friends, no, it's going to take years. Honestly, it's just going to take years. But that's not to say, even with like five minutes a day, you can begin to open those doors and open those um, new perspectives in you. Because it matters when you sit with yourself for five minutes within the container of a crystal healing and you connect with yourself lovingly, that's going to carry over to your life. And that's going to begin to add those little drops into your container, refilling your well, refilling your well to the point that you can begin to become a um, resource for others. Otherwise, with an empty tank, it's not going to be possible. So my crystal healing membership, Chakra Bliss Vault, is open to everyone Occasionally, I offer free trial periods so you can go in, you can play, you can select what speaks to you, and you can decide on your commitment level. You can decide, is this something I want to do once a week, or do I really want to see and experience a difference like Damla has, then let me commit to doing and, and coming back to this every day. And that makes a difference. I have members who do it every night before they fall asleep. Again, I do the same. And they talk about seeing beautiful dreams and <laughs> getting guidance. And um, 
And however, whatever your experience is up to this point with your self-healing, I truly honestly encourage you to give crystal healing a chance because it is it is pretty powerful when you're open to it with a certain reverence and and a, and a unique approach, which is different than the mainstream. I'm going to leave information for all the three things that I mentioned, which are, uh, well, four things maybe. So the crystal healing chakra bliss vault crystal healing membership, which actually comes with an app that you can uh, experience these healings anywhere and everywhere, anytime. And I have a crystal healing journal, which is a 21-day dedicated practice. So every single day, or if you want to spread it out whenever you can, you come back to the journal and you record your experiences. And there are questions there to prompt a deeper connection with your crystals. Um, I continue to offer group healings in the New Hampshire or Seacoast New Hampshire area. So you can check those on my website at dropofom.com. I also uh, partner with crystals in my private healings. So those are the inner child energetic wound healings, which is a subject I'm gonna cover in the next solo episode. <laughs> So stay tuned for my inner child healing evolution, if you will. Um, but again, stay open, stay curious. I'm always open to your questions and suggestions. And this is a, a, an area of my life that continues to evolve. But I'm honestly, I'm amazed at what crystals and crystal healing brought and continue to bring to my life and what they've taught me so uh, I hope that um, you find your own way of connecting with life with the life that lives in you with your soul as well as the life around you and crystals with the soul of crystals in your own way whether you choose to to work with me in one of my offerings or not I truly truly wish that you get to experience the magic that I'm speaking of. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Namaste. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Conversations with Healers. If this episode spoke to you in any way, please leave a review or comment, like or love it, and share it with others in your life. This is a true soul love project from my heart to yours. I really appreciate your help in spreading the word. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and check out other episodes to listen to some extraordinary healing stories and advice. Have a beautiful and wonderful day.